And I'm Yasmin Khan. And this is Money Haha. The podcast where smart, funny friends bring money talk out of the shame drawer and onto the table. Each week we discuss one of those money topics that pretty much everyone struggles with, but nobody feels comfortable talking about. And this week we have a very special guest. She's a stand-up comedian, writer, and actress. 2018 stand-up NBC semifinalist. She's open for Maria Bamford, Guy Branham, Laura Kilmartin. She's performed at comedy clubs and festivals across the country, including... Laughing Skull Comedy Festival, SF Sketch Fest, Brooklyn Comedy Festival, and All Jane Comedy Festival. It's Danielle Perez. Hi. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, you're doing the big intro. I was we like, oh, for... I thought it was just gonna be a sentence. It was like, oh no, we're getting we're with doing it all. We're doing it all. <laughs> no, need to you know. sent us to the website, and the website had all the information, and I was like, uh huh, and all of it, and we're gonna include all of it. This is a showing I've done my research. <laughs> hey, guess what? What we have? No, no. Tell me. No, I can't believe it. You sing the song though. What is it? Mailbag. All right, now it's time for us to dig into our mailbag. That's the sound of a mailbag. Everybody knows that, right? <laughs> I'm getting nods, nods in the room. Thanks for your support, everybody. <laughs> Today, we got um, a shout out on Instagram from Rochelle on the Run talking about her books and podcasts that she likes uh, that are about money. She says, some of my more digestible faves are, and there's a whole list and you can go look at that list, but one of them is Money Haha. We're mm. digestible. Mm. We go down nicely. Like you don't need nice, a Tums after this. Mm, like a nice probiotic. <laughs> We're here for you. So gross. Why Ooh. do probiotics have to look so nasty? I mean, don't look at them up close. Oh, <laughs> should I close my eyes? <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Rochelle. <laughs> For shouting us out, we try our best to be digestible uh, Mm -hmm. and to be like beautiful probiotics. Just smooth on through. (laughs) If you want to tweet us, Instagram us, Facebook us, we are online on all the socials at moneyhahapod. Or you can shoot us an email. We are hi at moneyhahapod.com. That is hi at moneyhahapod.com. And thanks again, Rochelle. Yeah, we love hearing from you. Thank you. How are you doing, Danielle? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. good. Yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful day out. Yeah. It's we gorgeous. got some, not to brag, but we had some water time yesterday. Oh, Ooh. yeah. And time? Yeah. Yes. It was very good. You got to get it in. Yeah. yeah. We spent a lot of time. Yeah. We, got, we went to the wrinklies. We went all Ooh. the way until we got wrinkly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. I nice. was going to say we spent a lot of time blowing up. Oh, rats? that too. Not rats. Not rats. <laughs> watermelons. Pool toys? Slices of yeah. watermelons. Pool toys. Oh, the floaties. Like the yeah. thing, like the yeah. Pegasus or the flamingo. Yes. We have a the unicorn. Donuts. Love. I and love we have a giant slice of watermelon. Oh my God. And I do feel like I spent half of my life blowing up that watermelon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you got to take it to the gas station. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no. Well, where were you yesterday? <laughs> That's like an LA hack, because I know. Because wow. my mom my mom had, has a pool. So we we spent many times at the gas station down the street oh, <laughs> blowing go. up pool toys and shoving them in the back of my sister's <laughs> driving, car. Like Just very like, precariously. Driving with a unicorn hanging out in your yeah. back seat. Like this is normal, right? Yeah. <laughs> You have us in your lovely home. Thank you for coming. I'm glad this worked out. Yeah, me too. I'm yeah. I'm I'm excited to see how you live. Oh goodness! And I'm, after we're done here, I'm just gonna snoop through everything. I see we've got a lovely pinata. I'm like, I'm very excited to be. Here. <laughs> She's like, we're gonna ask you about your money and also just invade your home. Yeah. <laughs> just I have already snoop, snoop, snoop. <laughs> written my name on a piece of paper and placed that piece of paper on a chair that is coming with me. It's a very lovely mid-century modern piece. It's a chartreuse. I love it. It's I a love nice that chartreuse. Chair. I mean, it's when your furniture is a piece. Mm, that's like yes. fancy. It is a piece. That that chair really, I think, encapsulates like 
the um, ideal I, I had, you know, when mm. I first moved in. I was like, oh, everything's going to have, like, purpose and yeah. look <laughs> nice. And, right? Just, yeah, pieces, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just an aesthetic. Right. And then, um, as you can see behind me, there is a couch that is clearly – um, from a vintage <laughs> flea market, um, falling apart, really in disarray. <laughs> I love that your sound engineer doesn't even want to sit on it. He's like, "I'm okay. I'm good, actually." That I'm looks sit on the floor. That looks infested in some way and unsafe, frankly. Um, <laughs> it's like I am not getting paid enough to put my life on the line. Truly not. I can't do it. Can't risk it. Can't risk it. I've had that couch for at least six years, and I keep saying I'm gonna reupholster it. Oh no! I'm gonna reupholster it. It's a project. Oh, it's a project. I didn't know we were in the midst of a project. That's um, ambition. That's I have a lot a of ambition bunch right of there. Those. So many projects. Okay. Um. I, God, um, <laughs> I was on the episode of The Price is Right and I went to treadmill, um, which is only of note because I use a wheelchair and don't have feet. Um, <laughs> so the internet kind of low-key lost its mind mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. And and as a member of the internet, I can confirm <laughs> that that is a thing that happens. Verified internet sensation at the time, right. <laughs> circa 2015. <laughs> But um, they delivered the, the treadmill, and it's, like, in that big old box underneath all those oh, boxes. Wow. that's it? It's there. Wow, we're and then here. I started, we're here. I started putting stuff on top of it, but then my roommate was like, this is embarrassing. And see the, that little swatch of fabric yeah. that's just barely yeah. peeking out? She put a whole tablecloth on top of it to be like, let's cover this. <laughs> Oh, Let's so cover your shame. We, and then I put things on top of the tablecloth. And now we can barely see This the is the right house for this episode. <laughs> this is the perfect house for this episode. Also because I love that you were like, oh, you're going to cover my shame? Newsflash, <laughs> I've got more shame. More shame. You're going to need another sheet for that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I do. I remember, like... I remember where I was when I saw The Price is Right. Oh, video. my God. <laughs> where were you? I was <laughs> in my bed <laughs> scrolling right. through yeah. Twitter. Yeah. And, that like, it, it happens in, like, waves. Like, first I was yeah. like, what? And then what? And then what? And also because I love The Price is Right because um, I l- like to cry. And it makes me cry. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, they're just, they're so happy to yeah. be there. Happy to be there. And yeah. everybody is... Working together, and they're asking yeah, the audience, audience like, is what, a part number, of it. what number? I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so beautiful. They keep so him in the studio. They deny them water and food. There's no windows. They pump Black Eyed Peas songs oh, from no. ten no, years no, ago. No, no, no. I won't hear it. I won't hear it. It's I, a beautiful dream. I won't hear anything else. TV magic over here. And then I saw who it was, and we had gone out to dinner, like, one time when you were still in SF. And I was like, wait a minute, and I know that girl. It was it was, was pretty amazing. soon after I had come to SF yeah. for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, what did Drew Carey say when you won the treadmill? He was acting just totally normal, cool <laughs> as a cucumber, another regular-ass day at the job. Just, like... I'm not. I'm not a part of what's happening. Right Basically, now. I think he thought that the crew had punked him and was like trying to not give them the benefit, like not letting them not see that have the satisfaction. Truly, yes. yeah. He was just like he was uh, avoiding what was right in front of him. One hundred percent, which made it so much funnier. There's a moment too when I get on stage and like he puts out his hand and it's like maybe I just didn't know if he wanted to shake it or like dab it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, did you? I was just so pumped up and excited like I made it because that's the thing you're so focused on getting onto the stage it's like how do I actually interact now now (laughs) how do I do that I'm here yeah wow that is so funny so between Drew Carey completely avoiding the reality of what he was doing in that moment uh-huh. to the sheet over here, I think we have a perfect setup for this week's episode. 
topic, which is, and we are literally finishing each other's sentences. Let's do this. We love it. (laughs) Our topic for this week is financial avoidance. How would you describe what financial avoidance Mm -hmm. is? Financial avoidance (laughs) is. (laughs) That's That's exactly how I would describe it. A shudder. Um, Financial avoidance is, as part of my work, interview lots of people about their money, and it oftentimes looks like getting a bill in the mail and just throwing it away. <laughs> okay. having, having a drawer full of unopened envelopes. Oh, it's, it's the shame drawer. It's, it's the, the proverbial shame drawer. Sh- but like the literal shame the drawer. actual one that the show is based on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a big mystery thus far. I yeah. hope you've been listening to all of our clues, and now we can reveal that the shame drawer is real and it's full of bills. Every episode leads to a new thing, guys. <laughs> um, and sometimes Daya will sing Blue's Clues for you, so, you know, it all adds up. One time. You're bringing... Uh, also, they're bringing it, it back. Like they're rebooting it. I know. The nineties are yeah. back. The nineties are be back. Amazing. It's nice to be in the demographic that capitalism cares about for the moment. So, <laughs> I know. Gen Z's coming for us. I know. know, but we have to enjoy it now. Like the first time I heard about SpongeBob in a rap song, I was like, "It's here. <laughs> it's our time." They're talking about us. They're making the things for us. I'm very excited. All that's moments. getting rebooted. All the great things. <laughs> I, I interrupted you. No, it's fine. Uh, financial <laughs> avoidance is not just—it's not just envelopes and drawers. It's mm. also um, not thinking about like you know what an APR rate could be on a loan that you're getting, or really try not to pay too much attention to the fine print. They also sort of lean into that—the sort of whole terms of service, like wall of text—to yes. sort of engineer. And lean into your desire to avoid things that feel complex. Yeah, they're helping um, you with avo- this bad behavior. Yeah. I shouldn't say bad behavior, but with this behavior Avoidant that's behavior. not helping yourself. Yeah. They're not going to make it any easier for you. Because it helps it a them. a little scarier because we know you're scared. We want you to run away. Right. And we want you to be scared and just and be like, I don't know. Accept. And just accept, yeah, accept what's happening as right. the only possibility of yeah. Your financial situation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I didn't know it was going to take me seven years to pay off that car Oof. and, you know, pay triple MSRP for it Oof. because I didn't think about the rates. Funk. <laughs> mm. Wow. Um, so now that we know what our topic is, I do think it is time for us to go into our no judgment zone. This is a segment where we share our own experiences with this week's topic without judging each other. And I'm not going to go first. (laughs) You're like, I will not. (laughs) This is like, I uh, literally immediately start sweating. (laughs) This topic for me is the one that I feel like the most about. Um, So I'm just going to lean into this. It's a hard one to talk about. Yeah. It's all the it's all the things that your greatest fears. I mean, that's why you avoid it. Right. Yeah. You put it in the box. You Cover act it like up. it's not happening. Mm-hmm. It's not part of your reality. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I had an entire room in my house that was just you just have this little corner. I had a whole room where somebody once walked into it and they're like, Oh, that's where it all goes. <laughs> like the rest of my house is pristine, but I have this quote unquote office that you couldn't even <laughs> walk inside of because it was just like all the things I don't know what to do with just piled on top of each other. All the hobbies I started and stopped, all the clothes I'm supposed to return because they don't fit. Oh my gosh. Like all the things. The clothes. And it filled a whole room. But the reason it's also hard to talk about is because our brain doesn't go there. And yeah. so our brain doesn't have like a deep vocabulary for it because the things that you think about all the time, you know, your brain has all yes. these words for. Right. Oh. And so you, it's like blank. Yeah. It's a, you know, because I avoid putting my brain there. <laughs> <laughs> it's empty. It's empty. But also too, it's like by not acknowledging it, you allow it to become bigger than what it actually is. Because if you, you know... Who? All right, no judgment. All right, we're getting the story. I, um, I whatever. I <laughs> depression is real. Yes, <laughs> Amen. I'm a comedian. I'm deeply depressed. Um, <laughs> but I just didn't open my mail for four years. I am very fortunate that I have been put in a situation where I was allowed to 
purchase my home and get through the loan and your credit and figuring out the mortgage rate and like doing all of that straight up hard work because it's like you said, they do not make it easy. There's all this verbiage and terminology and it's exhausting and you feel like you've climbed this mountain and everything's fine. And then it's like still on top of that, you have homeowner's insurance and you have property taxes and you have all these other things that keep piling up. It's like this mail is relentless. It keeps coming. I just didn't pay my taxes for four years because I didn't open my mail for four years because there was just so much stuff. It felt so overwhelming. I could not even face it. I had Trader Joe's shopping bags just filled and filled with mail all over the house, (laughs) in other rooms, in closets. It was bad. And then I started getting, obviously, IRS stuff. And then that felt very scary. Yes, I think I opened one and was like, oh, no, I can't ever do this again. And so I got more. (laughs) And I would just... And it's like... They don't just stop, right? No. And right. There should be like some kind of beacon that's like, I opened it, all right? So yeah. now please calm down with the rest of these. Right? Stop I, sending any more. And more kept coming. And it was like, oh, no. I just... I felt like I couldn't tell my parents about it or my friends because it's like really embarrassing. It's like, what do you mean... You're getting letters from the IRS. What do you mean you haven't paid your done your taxes? What do you mean? Like, because that's always the question. It's like, what do you mean you haven't done that? Like, you're a functioning adult human being. What you should be doing that. It's like, but I'm terrified too because I'm overwhelmed and don't even know where to begin now. Now that I have all of the letters on letters, referencing letters about letters, like it's so much. My one of my best friends sat down with me and like we like went through a bunch and it was just like shredding and opening and putting in piles and then it's like we're separating piles to get to other piles. <laughs> There's so many different. It just was so. It was really bad. It it was several people and mm-hmm. eventually like my parents. We're like, they figured out what was going on. Because <laughs> my mom started getting letters from me from the IRS at her house. Wow. And she was like, what, what the this? fuck is going on? Right. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It might be related to the fact that I haven't opened the mail in four years, but I'm not sure. Not sure. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just planning a bonfire. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, if we just like get a drum barrel trash can, (laughs) we could solve this all at once. I feel like we can. Um, You know, where there's a will, there's a way. (laughs) You did eventually tell somebody about it. Eventually, yeah. I mean, once my, I was found out. My mom was, (laughs) I'm not the hero. I was still a coward. (laughs) I didn't. <laughs> it wasn't so much that I sought treatment as much as it was forced upon me. <laughs> treatment sought you. It was nice. <laughs> nice. It was, yeah, it was intervention, intervention. Um, yeah, my mom and my dad basically came over and were like, we're going through this and we have to get, and thankfully, um, you know, my dad has an accountant that um, he's used for many, many years. And he was, the thing about, it too is like he's an accountant. He's seen it all. Like he was very mm-hmm. not, not like he phased did not by care. It. Yeah. yeah, he was really not phased by it, and that was really shocking and surprising to me because that's what oh. I was scared so much about. Like you have never seen a mess like this. <laughs> oh my god, can you believe? And it's like oh, and he's like it's Tuesday. He's just like oh, okay. He's like all right. Well, we're gonna uh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's like he's just like solution oriented. Like right. he doesn't care about. The why so much as like, okay, what's the plan? Right. That's a great. And he's coming up with a plan. That's a great help. So that was a huge help. And we, we've pulled ourselves up out of it. (laughs) And now I've got a box. (laughs) Just the one. Just the one for throwing stuff in so I can just give him the box. (laughs) (laughs) That was the takeaway. You're like, dad, you are good at this. You're going to get count the box. Right? They count it. Yeah. You're going to get the box. I'll probably pay a little extra because <laughs> you're going to open the stuff in the box. 
But this looks like your stuff. I give you the box once a year. This looks like uh, it's meant for an accountant. Throw it in the box. Throw it in the box. (laughs) Not for me. But like going through the mail, it was like, Danielle, wasn't this like that wedding that you went to two years ago? It was like, oh, yeah. I guess it was. I guess I did get that invitation. (laughs) I just, people would be like, did you get that letter? Did you? I was like, I have no, no. I I guess I did it. I guess I did it. It's really busy, guys. Come on. (laughs) I don't know what's going on with my mail. Yeah, I think my mailman, like, has it out for me. I'm not getting any mail. <laughs> so we have to convince people of. I I said I as if I was going to launch into something. And then and then what? And, and then, then what happened, Donna? immediately regretted that. <laughs> Lean into it. Okay, here I go. Uh, somebody. Girl. Fan <laughs> Fanning her shirt out. Getting herself ready. For I'm this. getting myself ready. Um, my story starts at the dentist. Uh-huh. Um, I never had any sort of like dental problems as a kid. I didn't get braces. I probably should have, but I. They were like, "You don't need braces." Never had a cavity. I was perfectly fine. Um, and then when I became a woman and <laughs> moved <laughs> to the Bay Area, um, I mean, I was still a kid. I was like 21 or something, but. I went to the dentist by myself for the first time and he was like, oh, you have to get like a, there was something weird that like had happened when I got my wisdom teeth out and they were like, they didn't do this right. And so now there's complications. So we need to do all this stuff. And he started to do all this stuff, but he didn't like give me enough Novocaine and I was very nervous. And I also had no experience with. Oh, any sort of dental work. You don't have any frame of reference. Exactly. So what is normal and not normal. All I have is television and media that's like the dentist is the worst thing and you're about to die basically Steve Martin say this yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's your reference point for the dentist exactly but as he was like like doing the exploratory parts and like diagnosing what needed to happen I was like kind of you know joking with him defensively because it's my defense mechanism (laughs) and he's oh you're so funny and then he gave me a kiss on the forehead Mm. Oh. Yikes. While you were in the Yikes. chair, well, I was in the Yikes. chair, Yikes. and then you drifted off the seat. No, this was. A, then he was like, "Now well, come back for another appointment," and I was like, <laughs> "Ooh, I don't know." But I also felt like I don't know. I so there was like layers to there the avoidance. was layers of oof, my avoidance. So, but then I did eventually. <laughs> Go back, and he was like, "Okay, this is a temporary crown, but you have to get like the the final one put in." And I was like, "Cool, I'll definitely do that." And then <laughs> yes. straight up left yeah. <laughs> and stayed away um, until I was actually I was down at Monterey um, at this bar called the Brit. Uh, they have karaoke there. I went down in the basement where the bathrooms are, and then my uh, crown was in my hand, and I was like. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but this makes sense, actually, because <laughs> it's a temporary and I've had it for four months, like some ridiculous amount of time. And, you know, I popped it back in my mouth and went and sang karaoke. Um, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> like a fucking trooper. That's, That's right. <laughs> there was beer to be had. There were songs to be sang. I needed to do it. And then priorities. I, that's right. I stayed over uh, at a friend's house down there. And I was just like, look, just like, uh, if you happen to wake up, check on me. Make sure I haven't choked on my tooth. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a thing a friend could do. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to try really hard not to sleep on my back. I'm going to sleep on my side. But just like, just in case, like, mm, make sure I don't die, please. She was like, cool, cool, cool. I made it through the night. I'm here. I'm not a ghost. (laughs) It's really me in the flesh. Um, And then I was like, okay, now I really have to go. And then now, of course, (laughs) it's so much worse than it would have been. And I had to get a root canal. Oh, no. And when you get the root canal, it didn't act like, I was like, listen, y'all got to give me something. Like, knock me out. Give me gas. Give me a pill. I can't sit through this by myself. And they were like, okay, we'll do all those things. (laughs) 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 But you're like, you're not totally knocked out. And you can, because of the nature of the tool, you can see what they are doing. Oh, really? As they're doing it. There's like a teeny tiny little reflection there. <gasps> and I don't want to look at it, but the, I can't look at anything else <laughs> at the <laughs> yeah, same yeah. time. It's right there. Um, and then there were a whole bunch of bills associated with that because somebody did the insurance things wrong. And so then my avoidance continued. <laughs> like, okay, you finally got these things done. It takes 
more than one appointment and I went through all those appointments. And then they were like, oh, but there's this thing. So like maybe you have to pay nothing or maybe you have to pay $2,000. Maybe. Okay. That's <laughs> very, that's a wide range. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And a large part of me was like, if I just don't open these letters, won't they figure it out for themselves? <laughs> like this doesn't seem like, this is not my fault. So why is it my responsibility to figure it out? And then I got sent to collections because it's my responsibility <laughs> to figure it out. And... I think, if I'm remembering correctly, this is, like, not a good moral to the story, but I think I ended up just paying. Instead of dealing with insurance companies and all that, I just was, like, I'm just going to pay this. And I, like, really couldn't afford to pay it, but also in my deeply depressive state, which is, like, underlying all of this stuff, um, I just did not have the energy to fight, which I also think is something... I'm, like, upset because I feel like I've been defeated because I know it's something that they're counting on. They're counting on the fact that you are too scared or don't have the literacy to understand what's Mm -hmm. happening or don't have the time or the energy to track this stuff down, and you end up just paying. And that's what I did. I mean, but it's – I mean, they – it's by fucking design. Like, insurance in America is a nightmare to navigate. Yeah. It's awful. When I – um was hospitalized um, after my accident when I lost my legs. I was in San Francisco General for a month. I was in Huntington Memorial in Pasadena for a month. Then, like, rehab treatment after, you know, for physical therapy and whatnot. Like, just all the medical (laughs) shit associated Mm -hmm. with that. And the insurance and, like, COBRA. It's just, like, all so confusing. And... It was it was a thing of I thought that it had all I legitimately thought that it had all been taken care of. Mm-hmm. But then when I started like the home buying process, it's like, why is this stuff popping up on my credit report? Oh yeah. And so now I'm yeah. like having to go back years later, try to talk to these like insurance companies that don't care or are interested. It is what it is. We, you've already been sent to collections. We're not going to help you out mm-hmm. any way, shape, or form. It was the amount that they wanted me to pay was so absurd. And it was like, no, this was built into the settlement that like I got with the city, mm-hmm. you know, for the accident. Um it it just really it was like no like this isn't right and i'm not going to pay this and this is crazy i like basically just ended up hiring a fucking an attorney and paying them more money than i'd like that's still way fucking less than what they were after to deal wow. with that shit right. because it's like this is i my back is up against the wall yeah. Right. Like, you know, all this other stuff. It's like, oh, you know, that cell phone, that that Ann Taylor Loft credit card from, <laughs> you know, five years ago that your dumbass, like, thought you could just <laughs> charge and forget about. It's like, yeah, okay, you're going to have to deal with that, and that sucks. But it's like, this shit, it's like, I know it's not right, but that's one thing that it's like, I had to pay that attorney, like, at least, like, two fucking grand to deal with, like, medical bills that were... Around like forty five thousand. Oh my god! It was insane. Oh my god! It was actually like this is like this is not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely not. Yeah, we're gonna have a whole episode on yes. um, medical expenses coming up with Aaron White- Whitehead. Actually, so if you're listening now, look forward to that Ooh, in a few yes. weeks. Yes. Um, so I noticed that we've all been talking <laughs> for a long time, but we haven't for some reason gotten to Yasmin's story. Um, okay, I'll tell my story. Um, <laughs> I have, there's just, okay, there's also a part of me that's like, I know there's more stories. Like, I know that there's a whole period of my 20s that I've just blacked out on. Like, I just don't even, like, I can't even think of it because it's just so deep and buried. Um <laughs> But yeah, my story, like both of your stories, it was, you know, has to do with a You started with a dentist kissing you in the face? No. (laughs) (laughs) I can say definitively, no. Just Just some hardcore sexual harassment? (laughs) (laughs) That's also in the blackout box. Uh, (laughs) No, but with some, you know, pretty, uh, a nice 
high grade dose of depression um, that came as I was part of grad school, finished up, was not able to find a job. I've talked a few times on different episodes about like going to grad school for a degree that didn't really have a field. Like I went and got a, a degree in like museum exhibit design. <laughs> At a time in the country where all museums were being shut down. Right. I think in the episode, any money. Yasmin was like, the only way you can get a, a job in this field is if somebody dies. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for somebody to die was like the, my MO for the yeah, career advancement. Um, I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not that much of a vulture. I guess I'm going to go work at Olive Garden. <laughs> Suggested uh, that you were lacing the ars the was it with some arsenic and old lace? Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was uh, so I was you know working at the Olive Garden, taking the bus an hour and a half. I have my master's degree. And I would come home and I barely have money to just like you know to to feed and clothe and like hydrate myself. Like all my money is just like all that soup and salad slinging. All that hospitaliano. Just an endless pasta bowl of nightmares. Yeah, of tears and shame and regret and hospitaliano. Um, (laughs) And so I would get these bills and I'm like, I'm barely just making it. And I get these bills for $97,000 we would like for your, you know, your student loans. And I would literally, I remember one time opening it once, looking at it cry laughing have you ever cry laugh oh, you're yeah. like laughing and crying at the same time oh, yeah. you feel like, like a psychopath yeah i just i was like this uh, is the moment right. this is my girl interruptive moment yeah. <laughs> i'm breaking it is, it's the highlight at the middle of the movie of your life where it's like what's gonna happen yeah. now if only angelina jolie was there with no bra on like in a corner i would have felt a little more seen help held and like enjoyed the moment more but she was nowhere to be found yeah why are you holding us angelina jolie where are you where are you in our deepest darkest moments it was some dark shit (laughs) uh and so then after that i would just put it away i would just not even i just kind of convinced myself that like fuck this bill (laughs) like if i just felt that hard enough it would just disappear yeah you know it would just sort of like eviscerate itself um and i was also at a place in my life where like i could barely think a week ahead or two weeks ahead into the future financially. So trying to think about the consequences of like my credit being destroyed yeah. was just so abstract and like it felt like such a luxury. And it was like, credit, mm. <laughs> that's not for me. Um, <laughs> like, so it just felt like, you know, just completely off the radar. Um, but then slowly when my life started picking up, I found a job in tech. I got a better job. And then at some point, I met the man who I'm now married to. Oh. And he's a nice, sensible German. And he was like, <laughs> what's your life like? At some point, we started moving in together. And he was like, well, let's think about our bills. And like, what are our bills? And I'm like, I guess I should start paying the student loan. He's like, you guess what? <laughs> what's the what? And I was like, I don't know. I pay them. I'm gonna like since I had gotten work, I'd started paying like the minimum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, he drew me this graph that was like, woman. <laughs> he drew you a graph. I love that. So <laughs> Germany's like pragmatism. Yes. <laughs> Facts. You need to see this with your eyebrows. I have. I've hung out with Greg a couple of times with mm-hmm. you, not without yeah. you. <laughs> don't hurt me. Um, <laughs> I have, it's all right. <laughs> And I am, I have no trouble seeing him drawing you a graph. I have no trouble imagining that. He absolutely drew me a graph. And it was basically like this, like this line that starts way up high and keeps going and going and going. And it barely starts dipping down. And he's like, everything under this line is just interest. Like, and all your payments are just interest. And until you can get past this point, all you're paying is mostly interest. And that just infuriated me and it just wow. really lit a fire under my ass. And so then I was like, okay, I'm going to like double my minimum payment. And then we like, we like kind of rejiggered the graph. And I was like, okay, it feels a little better now. But I had to have all this like new stuff in my life, like a stable job and, you know, 
a supportive person that I could share my financial secrets with who wasn't going to judge me, but just give me some tools. You got a money buddy. I got a money buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my husband is my money buddy, mm, whether he oh. wants to be or not. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in the vows. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, like, number one, our first vow was like, we will always talk to each other about things. We will, like, keep each other happy and nice. And number three was like, if you have any extra money every month, pay your student loans. <laughs> Vow number three. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you're there. I'm there. We are all We're facing it. We're facing we, it. Guys, we did it. We're <laughs> talking about financial avoidance. Let's dig in a little bit deeper with some facts. Ooh. Yeah. We got facts. I love a fact. I love a hot fact. <laughs> These yeah. facts come to you courtesy of the American Psychological Association or the APA. They've been doing an annual Stress in America survey since 2007, and some data on financial avoidance comes out of that. Um, So last year and for six years before that, that's funny, for seven years, (laughs) Americans surveyed, cited money as their number one source of stress. Yes. Yeah. It's really high up there. Yeah. It's number one. Yeah. And you know what? It's number one. (laughs) (laughs) They also note that people tend to deal with things that stress them out by, guess what? Avoiding them. Here we are. (laughs) Yeah. So they provide a checklist of signs that you are avoidant. Oh, my God. Your name is Dara Danielle or Yasmin. (laughs) That's the first on the list. That's the first sign. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you find yourself being a Dara Danielle or Yasmin, please talk to your doctor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You might be avoidant. Side effects might be a box in your house. Actually, that's a healthy box now. That is a healthy box. That is a box. And you know also what helps me too is I have roommates now. Um, and they they travel a lot for work, um, so they'll come back and they'll have a little pile of mail, and so they'll do their mail, and it's like, all right, I'm gonna go. It's mail yeah. time now. It's Modeling. mail time. Yeah. And we're gonna open it together, and okay, and that's for the box. And <laughs> that's a huge part of enabling my avoidance is that I live alone and do not have a significant other. I have many people who I can hide things from. (laughs) Well, speaking of hiding things, (laughs) that's one of the signs from the APA. So one is putting it out of your mind. The other is avoiding talking to family and friends. I think it's especially hard with family because family doesn't just see you for who you are. They see you for who they have decided you were when you were two and you pushed your sister over on the playground. Mm -hmm. like. And we're just speaking theoretically here. This is, you know, Danielle, it's like when you had your debit card in high school and you overdrafted because you had to get Starbucks. And so now that's a $35 Starbucks. And it's like, oh, I'm not 16 anymore. But it really... Add up, up, Danielle. How much have you spent on overdraft fees? It's like, no. (laughs) But this is... Don't do that to your family. That's literally the reason that we don't want to tell you things. (laughs) Just be kind. You're not going to yell at me about anything I have not already yelled at myself about. I just need your help. I think it's hard, though, with family because you don't realize you're doing it. So you almost have to, like, treat your family sometimes when they come to you in a vulnerable state like they're anybody else. You have to, like, okay, if my friend came to me saying X, Y, and Z as opposed to my sister. (laughs) My other sister or my other sister. <laughs> we, we have seen this in practice. I have a very terrible and gaudy pop socket on the back of my phone that has a mirror in it. Oh, my God. I love oh, yes. that. That's so smart. I love it, too, because instead of trying to see myself in my phone, because I'm not going to not try to see myself. <laughs> so let's just I mean, why is it a good idea? That is so great. Oh, my God. Right. I need that pop I, socket. I, like, pulled it out when I was in front of Yasmin's sister, mm-hmm. and I, at first she thought it was Yasmin's, and she was like, ugh, Yas, why do you have that? And I was like, <laughs> so vain. <laughs> and I was like, it's mine. She was like, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> and she actually said, for some <laughs> reason. So just funny. thinking it was hers made me not like it. Yeah. Or like, because I associated with like Yasmin and vanity and blah, 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 like all the She's narratives. She's always up in a mirror. She's exactly. always trying to push me out of the way exactly. to get to that mirror. I mean, if you look like this, wouldn't you? 
elbows, elbows. I every mean, day. it's early in the day, and those eyebrows are looking good. All right, yeah. those eyebrows are very nice. But yes, it is real. The sibling, you have to take the goggles off. That's for right, siblings. Um, uh, other signs that you are financially avoidant. Um, we talked about not opening bank statements, the credit card bills. You don't know what your credit score is. This is a big mm. one Oof. for me. Oof. When I think my credit is doing well, I'm like, yeah, let me check you out, girl. How you doing? <laughs> when I know. Like, the amount of credit that I'm using is too much. Credit Karma is like, don't you want to check your score? And I'm like, uh-uh. I don't know. I'd rather not. I don't need Actually, to know that. We're going to pass it along. <laughs> um, and finally, uh, that you don't know your net worth, which I fit, I, the phrase net worth. It makes, it's a very grand, it makes That's it a really like, grand idea. Yes. Net worth. Like, what a joke. Billionaires. We're no. millennials. What is like, our worth? <laughs> like, I own a dog <laughs> and a and a nice couch. Yeah. And um this shirt. Yeah. And that is it. That's my worth. <laughs> There's also like And she might she might um liberate my Scandinavian That's right. <laughs> and then I will be worth a nice piece of mid-century <laughs> modern furniture. <laughs> I really want to see Dara with that thing strapped to her back at the airport. Uh, like, just trying to get through security acts and like it's like some sort of modernist like backpack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this I, is my carry-on. <laughs> I could get I could get Matt Lieb to put that on. He'd get through. Yeah, yeah. I know. He's so yeah. tall and spindly. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's just like, oh, it's like he's a crane. <laughs> Let me help you with that, sir. Right, right. They would help him through. Oh, man. All right. We've dug into some facts. We have shared our shame. I hope you've enjoyed it because, my goodness, yes. am I going to have nightmares about this episode? <laughs> now it is time for our action item. And Yasmin's going to sing our song. Action, action item. That's like kind of. I stole your mom's. Yeah, I was gonna say it's my mom's song. I want to hear. I want to hear you and my mom layered together. Action, action Action item. Each week, we give you a simple thing to do right away to get better at money. And this week, your action item is to actively create space in your mind for the things that you're avoiding. So you know how earlier when I was saying this is a hard topic because sometimes you're like you black out. It's too stressful. It's suppressed. So we're going to like do a little mind journey. So ask yourself, okay, what are three bad things that could happen if you don't stop avoiding money? Like really imagine what would you do? What would it look like? What would you have to deal with? What would you do next? Maybe how would you even solve that problem? But like really walk through it. But then on the other side of it, what are three good things that could happen if you paid a little more attention and kept up? So what are some good things that could start happening? What is What are some changes you might see in your life or just how you feel? But make space in your mind, even if it's just like find some quiet time, you know, light a candle, <laughs> <laughs> dim the lights, but give yourself a little bit of time to just like imagine. Yeah. Like, imagine, what are bad things that could happen if you keep avoiding the dentist? Will all your teeth fall out of your face? Perhaps. <laughs> Dara. <laughs> I uh, Anyway, I was going to make an excuse for myself. It's I mean, fine. real talk, my friend, Madison Shepard. Shout out to Madison Shepard. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? She going to like the shout out. Uh, for as long as I've known her, has always been having some sort of tooth issue, teeth situation, teeth breaking off left and right. And I'm just like, she's like the last two years. She's just been, like, kind of constantly sick. She's like, I just am really sick, and I keep getting sick. And it's like, because your teeth are infected, you... Girl! It's in your mouth. The the call is coming from inside. Coming from inside. (laughs) And it's like, it's, you know, it's financial fear. Mm -hmm. Because once you're there and they tell you what that bill is, you those are numbers coming at you. Right, yeah. And then it's also fear of the dentist. That's unpleasant. You know, it's going to yeah. be, obviously, there's going to be surgery and drilling and scooping and... Oh, oh yes. Yes. Really? Scooping. We eat beef. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's funny that scooping was the thing that really... 
horrified really? both of you. <laughs> not this the drilling. No. Not the cutting. No, I felt the scooping. It felt in my stomach. Ooh, I didn't like it. <laughs> I also want to note that our uh, exec producer, Jane, is equally as horrified as us. <laughs> she just sent us a horrified emoji in Slack. <laughs> Nobody likes scooping. Let's no. move on. <laughs> um, you know, she finally was like, I really need to take care of this. I really, I can't avoid this anymore. You know, I'm going out on auditions. I'm like hiding this thing from like right. speaking in a certain way so that you don't <laughs> see the cracks. And um, so I like, I literally like drove her to her appointment and was like her emotional support person yeah. for That's all of it. And she came with me to get my passport <laughs> taken <laughs> because it was like, we, it's like, we need to do these things. We can't be avoidant. Yes. And okay. Yes. We're adult women, but sometimes you just need someone yeah. to sit with you that isn't judging you. That's right. like, yes. it's okay. You're getting it done. And that's, that's all you need is someone that's like, I'm here to support you. Yes. So I was going to say, maybe that's a little add-on to the action item is get yourself a buddy in this. Money buddy. If money you listen buddy. to the money buddy episode, yep. we outline how to be a good money buddy for somebody, how to identify a good money buddy for you. Yep. That it, like All of these things are kind of building off of each other. I think for this topic specifically, your money buddy is like clutch. Because yes. it's someone that you can, once you share it, that there's relief in that. Right. It's no longer your shameful secret. It's someone else knows. The world yes. didn't end. They didn't dump, you know, your money yeah. buddy didn't just abandon you. Right. If anything, they want to help you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And you're not alone. Yeah. Exactly. That's all the difference. All right. Let's talk about some positive things. Mm. We're going to move into it was worth it. Are you going <laughs> to sing for me, Don? I'm going to sing. Me, 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 me. Oh, wait. That's not kind of nice. <laughs> I sure did. Um. It was worth it. I wish you could see my hands. I did a thing. It was worth it as a segment where each of us shares something we spent money on in the past week that we actually feel was worth the money. And <laughs> Danielle's got a sneaky look on her face. <laughs> what are you thinking over there? No, I was like, those drugs weren't worth it. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking of things that weren't worth it. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're ending on a positive note. <laughs> no, no. What's a, po- what's a positive thing? You know what? <laughs> was it worth it? Oh, positivity. Oh, I'm, it's really reframing my whole mind. <laughs> My whole disposition whole and outlook. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. Um, I went to Trader Joe's, not to brag, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I um, because I started um, my job this week, my writing job. I was like, maybe I'm a salad girl. <laughs> <laughs> So I bought a bunch of the Trader Joe's prepared salads. Nice. Ooh, you got money. So I was like, all right, you know, we're not we're not assembling this. We're 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 getting it already pre-packaged. We are purchasing our salads pre-made. Pre-made. That's kind of fancy though. It's all yeah, they they assemble it with all the colors up front and top, and it just looks like, yeah, like an actual edible meal. I'm not a I'm not a salad girl. (laughs) <laughs> no, I realized this week, I was like, I am also not a salad girl. I was like, by the end of the week, I was like, has anyone ever eaten a salad and not immediately regretted it? <laughs> I was like, is such a thing I even feel like possible? salad is actively antagonizing me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or eating a salad and not immediately then eating like four ounces of mm, pounds. what about you yasmin um my it was worth it was i am taking prenatal vitamins and they're very hard because i'm trying to make a human with my body and um i'm just really bad at like okay you run out of them you gotta take them and so i ordered this like a little bit fancier but they get delivered to you so every 30 days they just show up Mm. At your door, so you don't have to like worry about mail going that out you want to open. Yeah, yeah, mail that I want to open, mm-hmm. and they like smell really good. It's like a capsule inside of a capsule, and the outside one 
smells like lemon and mint. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, it's it's delightful. It's like and a little it spa a little experience. Bit more. Yeah. yeah, it costs a little bit more, but not like a huge amount. And it just shows up for me. And it's like me taking care of my ability to make a human which is probably uh, not a bad thing. A good investment. A good long-term investment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because eventually I'm going to try to be building eyeballs and brains with my (laughs) uterus. And um, I want it to be a good one. I want it to be a good brain. (laughs) It needs to grow up to take care of me in my old age. (laughs) How about you, Dara? What was your it was worth it? For this week, I shall choose a bathing suit. Ooh. I purchased a bathing suit because I knew there was water in my future. We were coming down here. Um, and all of my bathing suits made me feel bad about myself because <laughs> they're too tight. Um, but I can't. Uh, speaking of avoidance, I was like, I will not do bathing suit shopping in real life. It's not going to happen. I'm not going into a place and squeezing my bits into nope. <laughs> somebody's bathing suit. I will. Buy it blind and like just searched and searched and searched and had some things delivered to my home. And it just like it drapes in the right way and yes. covers up all the. It's very cute. I, don't, I won't call it bats. All the things that I would like to keep to myself. <laughs> <laughs> some things are just for you. That's right. Um, and that includes my little tummy. Or my big tummy, depending on your perspective. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel really good in it. And I haven't felt good in a bathing suit in a really long time. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, that's a big, that's that's a good thing. That's Yay! a really good thing. It was worth it. It was a really cute bathing suit. Oh, thank you. Because it's very nice. I'm <laughs> thank you, Danielle, for joining us today. Thank you for I having really me. appreciate it. This is so much fun. This can- really wonderful. Oh, I'm so glad. Where can people find you? Oh, my God. Anything to plug? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Diva Deluxe. No E at the end. And um, my website, The Danielle Perez, has all of my show dates. I am based in Los Angeles, so come see me. But if you want me in your city, call up your local comedy club, email your local comedy club, and ask for me. That's right. That's awesome. Get proactive about your comedy consumption. You could do that for uh, Yasmin and I, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Not before Danielle, but like the next phone call. Right after that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Danielle. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. This was fun. That's our show. Make sure you hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this so that you can get Money Haha ha in your ears every single Tuesday. Next week on Money Haha, ha, we'll be with comic and podcaster Atsuko Okatsuka talking about bank fees. If you like the podcast, show that support, rate us, and leave us a great review wherever you're listening to this right now. Hey, we want to hear from you. Send us a voice memo with any show ideas or questions or stories. Make sure that you tell us your first name, or you can make it anonymous and make it about 30 seconds and send it to hi at moneyhahapod.com. That's H-I at moneyhahapod.com. Follow us on social media. We're at moneyhahapod on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Dara M. Wilson on Twitter, and Yasmin is at Yasmin K on Instagram. Money Haha is a production of the Even App. Learn more at even.com. It's hosted by me, Dara M. Wilson. And me, Yasmin Khan. Our executive producer is Jane Lybrock. Our producer is Phil Circus. Our designer is Allison Chan. Our social media manager is Nicole Maltrotti. Our production manager is Adajoka Adagoke. And our theme music is Money by Antique Naked Soul. Until Until next next week, have a nice life, partner. Oh, give me my dough.